honestly, it's a breath of fresh air when you feel like you can trust what you're hearing from somebody. And that's what, you know, I got to tip my hat to you ladies. You've done for me all your podcasts. The only way I could ever do it justice is take one podcast at a time and tear it apart and say, hey, these are the, as you guys call it, the little nuggets that's out there because there's a bunch of little nuggets in every podcast. There's been so many of them that's truly impacted my life. It's really amazing the food for thought that you create. So that's what the main thing for me is that food for thought that you guys are creating. Well, hello, and welcome to season two of the Simple and Smart SEO Show, the podcast for solopreneurs, service providers, and e-commerce sellers who want to learn the basics of SEO in all the places it shows up. I'm Crystal Wydell. I help Shopify store owners go from feeling like an SEO zero to your very own SEO hero in just one day using AI, UX, other tech ninja moves. And I'm Brittany Herzberg, SEO and case study copywriter, helping service providers increase sales without being on 24-7, using the power of SEO, story, and social proof. We're just a couple of business besties who love learning and sharing what we've learned. As we show you how simple and smart SEO can be. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Simple and Smart SEO Show podcast. I'm here with B and a very special guest. One of my most favorite people in the entire world, someone who gave me life and so many other gifts beyond that. But we are here with my father, a.k.a. Papa Clark, a.k.a. Jeff Clark. We are here with a special episode dedicated to all the dads out there. So, Dad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Asher and the grandkids and even my college teammates called my dad Papa Clark. That is so, so cute. It's been like seriously old school for a long time. Dad, like I need to say Mr. Jeff. Okay, yeah. So you call him Jeff. I'll call him dad. And yeah. And we'll have an episode at the end of this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to kick it off, you've listened. So you know what I'm going to ask you, even though I like to surprise this with most people, but how do you define SEO or what do you think of when you hear SEO? After hear about SEO, I think of it like yellow pages on steroids. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. When we are like diving into SEO for the first time and I'm like trying to figure out where it sits. I'm like, dad, what do you think? He started talking about yellow pages and we're like, yeah, that's how people used to find businesses and stuff. And so when he said that, I was like, that is genius. Mm -hmm. And I just told my friend Kendra that you said that dad. And she was like, okay, I get it. So (laughs) I'm expecting a lot of people to have an aha moment and a major connection after hearing that. Yeah, for sure. That's a good, that's a, I like that. Yeah. Going to top five. Oh, go ahead, dad. When you're old, that's where you go for your answers was, that was the big deal. Yeah. I still reference it. I'm 31, but I still reference it. I still remember actually the last time I used a Yellow Pages book was, was, I was working at a chiropractic office. And with me trying to be more ergonomic with my desk setup, I would put the yellow pages under my laptop or under my desk screen to lift it up. Yeah. So you used it like a desk device. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good job. Okay. Yeah. Dad, can you tell us a little bit about your story of entrepreneurship, like how you started like having your own business? Because I was able to witness someone create their own business from the ground up and 
I love this story about why. So I was hoping you could share that. The short version is this is my second business. Our guest kind of third business, but when I was 24 years old, I got upset with the guy I was working with. He was a manager and I quit my mechanic job at 24 years old, decided that I did, couldn't work for anybody else. So I started my own little repair shop and lasted for about three years. And then I got a lesson in, I would say business lesson 101 called bankruptcy. I had the best month that I had in my little business and three people filed bankruptcy on me. Took me for $30,000 in one month. Oh, no. Needless to say, I had to go back to work for somebody else. And that was Kmart. And that lasted for 12 years. Okay, hold on just real quick. Before you tell that story, I just want to say that was not the story I was expecting. So I think now (laughs) your facial expression was like, I don't think I ever heard that story. Maybe I did. I forget things. Okay, so continue. And then I started working for Kmart. And one day I just just told my wife I did not enjoy working there, had a few problems going on. And she gave me some advice that if I wasn't happy, go find something else to do. And I got up and went to a realtor, told him I wanted to buy a building for a business. And as years went on, things evolved where Fires was changing and I had to make a change again. And my brother was cutting lawns and he said, oh, you can make more money cutting grass. And I said, I don't think so. But I went with him for a few months and said, hey, you look like you're right. So I stopped my repair shop, started a lawn service in 1999 and still do to this day. So that's how we got into the lawn business. That is really cool. I like that. I like that your wife was like, go do something that makes you happy. Find something else. What well, sounds simple enough. Wasn't quite that friendly. I'm imagining it wasn't. <laughs> okay. So the part of the story that I love that you had to work during one of our games or. But part that helped me make my decision was the fact that one of the district managers was telling me that my family comes second to work. And that I need to be there and things like that. And I let him know that my family was first. I wasn't going to miss anything my kids did as they grew up. So I told him that. And long story short, the reason I went back out on my own is because I had to have freedom. Freedom was the biggest part of me since I was a kid. I had to be free. That's what took me down this direction of entrepreneur. That's awesome. Was it, do you feel like it was pretty hard to start your different businesses or? No, it was very easy for me because I wasn't afraid of doing that because I never did feel that when you work for somebody that you had any control, you were just going to be the last one to know when they went broke. I said, at least when I go broke, I'll be the first one to know. It's an interesting perspective. (laughs) But I like that you weren't afraid of it. That's really cool. When I started my second business in the automotive repair, I bought the building from a bank, I guess you should say, a repossession. The bank owned the building. They carried the note. I did that, put any money down. So I got my building for my repair business. From the first business, I said, I'm never going to do anything else that I don't own my building. So that was a, a kind of a deal that I had heads up from the business before. That's a really smart thing to do. That's very interesting. And it's been cool to hear because Crystal's got her e-commerce business and then now you've taken your business online and you're doing something different. 
And I had my businesses have always been service based. So I don't have product. I can work from anywhere. But so it's always really interesting to me to hear how other people think of business, especially when they have a little bit more overhead and need their own building and have their own supplies. It's been very interesting. When I opened the first day, I had $200 left in my pocket (laughs) and got creative and painted some signs and said I would resurface rotors or drums. That's where you make them smooth again for $4.50. And it evolved from there that all I had to do every day, my goal was to start each day with $200 in my pocket. I love that. It kept going until the change of time caught up where you had to have the new computer machines to read cars and it was just too expensive to stay down that track. So had to make a change. And so we changed over to grass. And that way, if a person can't afford to pay you 35 to $50, you're not bankrupt <laughs> yourself. <laughs> you can continue on. So that was another good reason to go into the lawn service business. Yeah, I love this. This is so fun. It's like memory lane. And I'm really glad that we're recording this because this is such a neat story. John and I have a son named Asher, and he still talks about this to this day. Since he's been like two or three and could talk, has said, I want to do what Papa Clark does because Papa Clark can do whenever (laughs) he wants, and I don't want to work for anybody. And so it's so crazy how he saw that as such a young kid. He's only 10 right now. And when he started watching Papa Clark mow, he was just like, that's what I'm going to do because then I can make a lot of money, but just do what I want and nobody's bossing me around. <laughs> I thought, if it's not in the jeans, isn't that crazy? Tell me, dad, if I'm telling the truth or not. He just said like this last week when we were talking to Papa Clark and going back to Kansas, he was like, I'm getting on a mower this year because he said he yeah. wanted to help out. Do you remember that? Yeah, he's very sharp. Everybody thinks that's a, it's a kid business, but it's not. It's so much more than just lawn. You talk about landscaping and things like that. And as I went looking, I found out that you could work for the government. And one of the contracts for one year was would pay $6.8 million. There is lucrative opportunities out there, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. So some of my massage clients had their own lawn care businesses or even landscaping. I had one guy, and I'm not going to remember exactly what it was, but he specifically did like rockscapes. Right. I guess I said something right there. So he did something like that. And then most recently, I learned that one of my friend's husbands is in the fire department. And I guess a lot of the guys have different second jobs. And many of them will cut down trees. And he was like, I'm going to take a stab at mowing lawns. So they bought a lawnmower and they started going around the neighborhood. And it's just, it's really interesting. Like, it's so smart. And you're totally right that it's not just like a kid business at all. Yeah, there's so many options that you can go, like the landscaping, hardscaping, what they call it in some towns in California. They got where they can't plant grass because there's no water. So they done the hardscape yards. I wasn't interested in that because the business 101 experience that I had, I don't put none of my money into nobody else's properties because all they got to do is tell you to get out and all that rock that you put down, if they don't want to pay to you for it, you're out. Grass was wow. cheap and all I, have, all I lost was my time and maybe a little bit of gas and a lot more. <laughs> Over the last couple of years, is there's been so many people building courses and different things. I've even told dad like, hey, we should do like a lawn mowing course, lawn mowing 101, because 
he knows so many different, like very specific things about how to take care of your lawn and like fertilizing and all that type of stuff. Like every time we have a question about fertilizing, it goes, call dad, ask yeah. me about that. In addition to pretty much everything else around the house. But if we were going to tie this back to SEO, I'm just curious what have been some of your takeaways from the show and some of the things that we've talked about. Can you think of anything in particular that stood out about the conversations that B and I have been having with each other and other people over the last year? The biggest thing to me is the advertising. I've never bought an ad for my lawn business. It's either been word of mouth or me going out just soliciting what SEO sounds like to me is targeting advertising. Instead of throwing darts at a customer, your customer comes to you because they're looking for a certain amount of help. I said, boy, if I would have tied all that to my business, then it would have helped me maintain and grow. When you pay advertising dollars, which I never did buy into because it was just a dart throwing contest. <laughs> so blindfolded I, darts. <laughs> so SEO <laughs> makes so much sense. If you got somebody looking for uh, somebody to take care of the yard, whether it's mowing or trimming the trees or bushes. Those people, if they find you and you serve that niche, there's a good chance you got yourself a new customer. The only wrestling with then is pricing. And I hate bid on jobs. I tell people now, I'm 70 years old almost, and I tell people, I don't bid. They say, how do you get jobs? I say, you tell me how much you're going to pay, and I'll tell you if I can help you. And that worked very well. They usually paid me better than I would have bid the job anyway. <laughs> They don't know any more about landscaping and mowing grass than I do about whatever they do. Oh, that's so smart. That's a good point. How many times have we undervalued our services when we're just starting out because it's, oh, this is easy for me, essentially. So it's, yeah, I'll do this. I'll write this or whatever for X number of dollars. And people are really, I've had people tell me several times, you should charge more for this. Yep. And it's, I never thought about saying, hey, what do you think you want to pay me? <laughs> Yeah. But it be 10 times what I asked for. <laughs> that's a good point. It's, and that's something too, like with the massage practice for me, it was, it's weird. I've never thought about it until this very second, but like it was easy for me to value that heavier because that was actually like physically something I was doing. But with the online business work, the copywriting and the strategy creation, it's funny. I do undervalue that. I did go lower with that one. Versus with massage therapy, I was like, oh, no, this is definitely worth this amount of money per hour. That's interesting. I also want to let you know that my free three-day challenge is back. So if you want to join the Supercharger SEO three-day challenge, it is June 4th, 5th, and 6th. And you can register for free at crystalwidell.com forward slash supercharge. So hope to see you inside the challenge. Yeah. Yes, I've been trying to tell Crystal, I've been listening to you guys this podcast and you guys never talked about a fee, what you was talking about. Mm -hmm. Man, that is worth so much. You guys give them away so much. You need to put a price on that. You need to find a way to sell that. And she was really pushed back against that's not what we're about. And I'm, <laughs> I guarantee you that you're going to waste your time because if you don't charge something for it, over the years, I found people don't have any value to it. But if you put value to it yourself, then people feel there's value. And I'm going down a rabbit hole, Crystal, so you might want to stop me. But me and Crystal's 
biggest conversation when we started talking about SEO and development online businesses and stuff like this. I was always telling her, he's got to make a choice. Do you want to sell Studebakers or you want to sell Cadillacs? And I said, Studebaker is no longer. So it's like the evolution of my business and auto repairs, thinking I knew everything. And then here comes computers. So you have to go a different direction. But as I worked on cars, I always undervalued myself and because I felt like I was competing with other shops. I finally realized that I'm not competing with other shops because my, and my dad told me this. He says, they know what they worth and you know what you're worth. So if they want to, you want that cheaper person, let them have, because mm-hmm. there's one thing to be tired and there's one thing to be broke, but it's a shame mm-hmm. both. <laughs> and I live <laughs> that. I live by that whenever I go to talk about a new job. That's good. Oh, yeah, that's that is so true. And even just as our priorities shift in life, there's people who would tell me, oh, I would never spend 300 or 600 dollars on a collage or whatever. And people have heard the story that my first collage I sold for twenty nine dollars. <laughs> Talking about undervaluing. No, it was nineteen dollars. I forgot the shipping oh, was like twenty nine dollars. So, yeah, for a long time, I paid people to work for them. But anyway, <laughs> but it's just funny because we assume things about what people can afford. And what they want to pay for. But in reality, they want the job done. And I think about Susan Riach, who was here talking about like UX copywriting and that whole concept of jobs to be done. It's like that to me now is this other excellent definition of SEO, because when people are looking and searching on the Internet, they're searching for a job to be done, whether mm-hmm. it's copywriting or a lawn that they need mowed and edged and all that type of stuff. It's like they're searching for someone to perform this service to get the job done. It doesn't necessarily always matter what it costs. It depends on how fast they want it done, how well they want it done, who they're trying to impress by having it done. There's lots of factors that go into getting that job done. And yeah, I think you're so right, Dad. We can't pursue what their will. And I think it's just such a great lesson. The other thing is that you don't, see your value and sometime your customer has watched you over the years or whatever days or months or whatever and they can see your value where you can people say who are you competing with and i just say no one if there's a lot of other lawn service out there i can't let them price what i want to do there is a time where okay i undervalued myself price to plage at 19 dollars, and then just recently someone bought the collage for $600. And there's still a little part of me that's, you bought that for $600. I'll give you a discount because you're a returning client. And this client was like, no, keep your discount. I've had two people tell me this year, I don't want a discount. Stop offering me a discount. I want to pay the full price. And we're talking hundreds of dollars here. I think you're so right. There are clients for everybody and there's enough business for everybody. The 19 year old who's selling it for $10 $10 the front yard or whatever, like he's going to get all the business he wants. But you charging 65 or 75 for the same job, you're going to get all the business you want. It's amazing how it works out. That's interesting you said that. When I first started, these guys was wanting to do the cheaper yards for the cheaper price. In fact, I used to send them business, the people who mm-hmm. they would say, hey, I want that done for $25. Well, I can't do it, but here's the name that can do it. So what happened, I realized if I filled them up, I could get the yards at my price. 
to make that seem busy, they couldn't do anymore. It worked. It pretty good. It worked out as a very good strategy. That was brilliant. Those people would come back to me and say, he's busy. How much do you want to do it for? I'll do it for 65 now. I'm getting busy. I ain't had a lot of on my schedule. So I'd get me 15 more dollars. So don't pop. I give you the price. You better take it because it's going up next time when I see it. So true. <laughs> if you don't beat it out in your offer, it's going up the next time. Okay. So again, tell us something else that you had an aha moment or that you thought was worth talking about again, like in terms of what we've talked about here with SEO. I could go back to every one of you guys' episodes and there's an aha moment. I wish I had my sheet in front of me. One of them was one, one of them you guys talked about was making a glossary of the CO acronyms. And that was so helpful for me because as an older person, I'm not of that world. So when you just use acronyms and letters and now I'm studying, listening to your message. I'm trying to figure out what mm-hmm. did they just say? So I really like that thought of where you guys mm-hmm. putting the glossary together where people could go back and after an episode, look up some of that stuff that might've blew over their heads. That was really a good piece of the information but without yeah. knowing what those acronyms was. They lost a message. That makes sense. It so. definitely makes sense. I also want to point something out. Like it's not just that. Someone might be older or someone might be from a different generation. Crystal and I didn't know these terms always. Mm -hmm. We had to learn them. And half the time, we're just creating something that we wish we had 18, 24 months ago. I'm really happy to hear you like it, though. We didn't even know what SEO was like two and a half years ago. It was because we were on Clubhouse and it's (laughs) like somebody starts talking about SEO and it's, wait a second, that's how you get people to your website? Why did I know this five years ago? So I think we've all kind of had that moment. What I would say to you guys is that you guys sound like you, to me, you guys more or less invented this stuff. So you are an authority, whether you know it or not, you are an authority to other people who don't know nothing or does know a little bit. So you become our trusted authority. That's what you've come to me. I listen to other podcasts and stuff, and I've said, that's a little bit offline because that's not what Crystal and B was saying. And then I go a little further and dig into it. And you guys are the ones on target. They was off target of what they were saying. Honestly, it's a breath of fresh air when you feel like you can trust what you're hearing from somebody. And that's what, you know, I got to tip my hat to you ladies. You've done for me that I didn't think it was ever be worth paying money for advice from somebody else who hadn't done what I've done. And I'm almost encouraged to try to start me an online business just to try to apply what you guys are teaching. You mm-hmm. should. That would be really cool to to see. So I love everything you said. And thank you for everything that you just said. Really, I think I'll speak for both of us and you tell me if I'm wrong, Crystal. But when we started the podcast, we just wanted to share what we were learning with other people. It really was. We were just hopping on phone calls. We were getting on Zoom and learning stuff with each other. And we just wanted to take it outside of our two-person conversation and have more people in on the conversation. But yes, a byproduct of having a podcast and bringing on other experts is that we are looked at as an authority. And it's not something that I don't think either one of us take really lightly. And it's been a lot of fun. And Something else, too, to tie back to what you were saying really early in the episode is that like having a podcast, yes, we're giving stuff away for free. We do have the private podcast, which is like Mm -hmm. a $10 monthly fee. So we did start doing that. But 
I was thinking to myself, like having a podcast is almost like a new iteration of a business card because here's what we know. Here's stuff that we've done. So as you were saying that, that was something that came to me and that was really cool. But thank you for everything that you well, just said. Say ever since I heard you guys start talking, I've been telling Crystal, you got to write that down, but we can sell it. <laughs> and if you hear me when I talked about you, I'll say we a lot because I got myself in you guys' world as I follow along. But every time she would do something, I said, you got to write that down because I know you can sell it. You guys take for granted uh, a lot of times what you know, other people know and don't need to slow down. I'm after Crystal all the time that you got to break that down into 10 segments instead of one, because that's too much information for a layman to digest all at once. You know, SEO doesn't make sense to somebody who said, first of all, what is SEO? Just the words in itself. And I can't even something like optimization or something. I can't remember totally, but I understand theory behind it. For sure. And one thing I would say to kind of piggyback of what B said, this whole idea of being an authority and being a leader, my dad raised me to be a leader. And that's just an innate thing inside of me, even as a coach, as a teacher or whatever. I've just always felt, like, okay, I have a responsibility to other people for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to me, that's what a leader does. It's not that you're looking for the glory or you're looking for like a label of any kind. It's just that you're taking responsibility to help other people and to mm -hmm. bring them along if they want to come, you know, and dad and I've talked about that a lot too. And B, you are like the manifestation of the type of person that my dad has always wanted in my life because, <laughs> yes, yeah, because he's always bring somebody with you and it's like in mm -hmm. each other, we have someone that we can go together and then other people who want to come along with us, it's that much more awesome. And then I, I look at my dad and I'm like, dad's coming with us. You yep. know what I mean? So it's just fun to be on this journey all together. You know? And I feel like to some certain extent, we all take responsibility for each other and mm -hmm. for how we use this information and make our businesses better. So even for you who's listening, I consider you a part of that as mm -hmm. well, because we're just making each other better and stronger. My comment used to be with two, both of my kids, if you're going to go somewhere, take somebody with you. About three years ago, I had to go back and apologize to them and tell them that I was wrong in telling them they had to take somebody with them and rephrase that to what Crystal just said, give somebody an opportunity to go with you because taking somebody with you is too much baggage because they may not want to go that journey. It sounds like it's not much difference, but it's a whole world of difference. That's really interesting. And that's how I'm smiling so much because that's how I've always lived. It was just like innately in me. I just, I think I've told this story before on the podcast and you guys can correct me if I haven't, but um, in school, I was the smart kid. I was the straight A student and I was also usually the new kid. And in order to make myself feel like I could fit in a little bit more, I didn't want to be seen as an outcast, what kid does. So I had no problem with kids wanted to copy my homework. Mm -hmm. The catch was they were going to sit there and I was going to tell them how I did my work. So I was giving them an opportunity to come along with me. And that's just how I've always operated. So the podcast felt like a no brainer, but that's really cool to hear. And it is an important distinction, taking someone with you versus giving them an opportunity to come with you. Man, I love that. From your perspective, dad, if somebody was just to get started implementing 
some SEO tips that we've shared or talked about on this show. Because we've talked about mindset today, a lot of mindset, you know, which I love. But in terms of implementing SEO for their business, what do you think would be something that would have the most impact? The first thing I would say to anybody that was trying to start it, if you had listened to you guys' podcast, take your audits, whatever audits you guys got, listen to the audits because they get you in a direction that you need to go. So many of us get in going in too many directions at the same time. We don't grasp the gravity of how big the problem or situation is. That's what the whole podcast me is. It gave me refocus of it, not only business, but life. So that's been the biggest thing. And I'm talking to other companies that they do some work for me or eat at a coffee table talking. And I'm saying, you got to get these gals audit. That's the biggest thing is that I feel from this, I'm hearing that they need somebody to look at their situation analyze it from a perspective of a different perspective than what you have as a business person. There's that valuable advice. You guys can troubleshoot and find problems that they don't even realize where their problem is coming from. All your podcasts, the only way I could ever do it justice is take one podcast at a time and tear it apart and say, hey, these are the, as you guys call it, the little nuggets that's out there because there's a bunch of little nuggets in every podcast. So it's hard for me to say exactly which one it was because there's been so many of them that's truly impacted my life. And I got a partner that kind of hangs out and worked with me and I'm going at him and he's, he goes down a whole opposite rabbit hole than I do. As you, I'm using you guys' words again on your rabbit holes. It's really amazing the food for thought that you create. So that's what the main thing for me is that food for thought that you guys are creating. That makes me so happy. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like our work here is done. (laughs) The thing is that you re-inspired me. I was just devastated about being 70 years old. My birthday was coming up and I thought I was going to be 70 years old and I was just sick. And finally, my oldest brother says, okay, young man, not quite like that. Do the math. You know, you're born in 53. You're not going to be 70. And it's like he lifted a weight off me. I don't know. It's crazy. And then I got to listen to you guys' podcasts and I'm getting all just up again about not so much as to do a lot of work, but to try to in, be innovative like you guys are and helping other people. I'd love to find these young entrepreneurs and get them going down the entrepreneur track. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool to hear that. So how do you feel about turning 70 at some point? Yeah, is it going to be this year? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't bother me. I'm welcoming it. I feel like life is a new one. My main thing is I used to coach a lot. Round kids all the time. My mom and dad lived with me and they passed away. And then all of a sudden it felt like my world was empty. My kids was grown. My grandkids was too far away. And other people feel like you was trying to steal their thunder when you work with their kids. So you feel it left out. But now so, you feel brought back in. Yeah. You guys have brought me back in. So I thank you for that. I listened to your podcast. Had to listen to it at least a couple of times before yeah. 
I ever <laughs> you really get the gravity of it. So <laughs> I appreciate and thank you guys for coming up with the podcast because it's definitely been a new vibrant generator for me as a person. So that's awesome to hear. That makes me really happy. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, B, for having the idea to start the podcast. Thanks for learning about SEO so I could have someone to do this with. That's just awesome. Can I say one more thing before I land? Yeah. B, I'm going to give you credit because Crystal was on different platforms, I guess it's called. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong. And I was telling Crystal when I listened, I said, I don't really feel like that is good for you. And I said, I feel like they're sitting there stealing your thoughts. And not giving anything back. And when you guys got together, I felt really good because I said, they're giving back to each other. And I can tell in the conversation when you guys are having even guests on, that you guys was giving them aha moments that I could hear in their voice deflections that you guys was telling them something they didn't know. And they was... Wanting to be the, and we're going to come on as the authority and you guys was lighting up some of their light bulbs that hadn't been on. So that's really I think, cool. I can't say that for sure, but that's how I was taking it. Most people are glad they came on here and that's good because you guys mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. And one of the things that I know, at least I hear from people, what they say to us about the podcast is that they, this just happened this week. Someone was like, I like that you don't always act like you know everything because we don't. We're learning. And that's the lens that, at least in my head, we were coming into the podcast with is like, hey, we're learning. You want to learn with us? Yeah. So, yeah, you don't have to know everything. And people respect that. And I think that too often experts get in their own heads about being an expert. And then they feel like they can't say, oh, I don't know that. Or I can't say, I'm not sure. I'll come back to you. I need to do some research or something. And I think that's a shame. I appreciate it. You know why I appreciate being called an expert, but I don't really feel like an expert? Because things change so quickly. Yeah. And I think you have to approach all of this with a certain level of humbleness because what can be true today can be completely different tomorrow. We're seeing it right now with ChatGPT and which search and being the Bing search engine (laughs) and just how SEO and search results are being populated. Some of these things I think are going to withstand the test of time because unless you can check out through that chat function, people are still going to need to go to a website to buy something or get the information or sign up or whatever. But I think that just approaching it with humility is important because things are changing so fast and it's fun. It's fun to just learn and watch and grow with all of it. Yeah. One last thing. Don't be afraid to get paid for what you know. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> because if you don't, somebody else will get paid for what you know. That's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Oh, well, man. You got nuggets. We got nuggets. This is great. <laughs> thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Dad. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this info, subscribe before you go so you never miss out on something related to SEO. See you next time.